right, man. Welcome back to another Phantom Experience episode. I got my guy Keyway. What's good? What's good? How you doing today, bro? Chilling, man. Feeling good. I appreciate you for coming through, man. So I always like to start off my podcast asking people how they're doing mentally, physically, and emotionally on a scale of one to ten. Uh, mentally, I'm probably like at a like at an eight, nine. Yeah. I'm always feeling good. I'm like I don't ever be too down. Yeah. Emotionally, so. physically, you straight. I'm good. I'm good. I'm pretty. I'm pretty like a neutral person. So the only reason why I always start off asking that question is because like I feel like social health is like a big thing. You know, like people be do we, especially in the space that we're in, we're doing so much shit, bro. You know what I'm yeah. saying? School is a factor. This is a factor, and we just have so much coming in us at once that you know sometimes you might not really check up on your mental. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I always like to you know ask that question. No, yeah, I appreciate you for looking out. So where did your journey as a DJ begin, and what inspired you to pursue this career? Oh, I'm probably going to do a whole lot of name dropping. Like, a lot, like, let's see. I started DJing when I was a freshman at the University of Houston. Yeah. But, yeah, the person that inspired me was, like, DJ That Nigerian and DJ D Fade. I mm. was like, I like music, so I was like, okay, let me do something with it. And I kind of had started making beats at that time, too. Yeah. So I was just like, okay, let me just add some more music stuff to my resume. So became a DJ, D Fade and uh, That Nigerian. They helped me, uh... You know what I'm saying get right with the DJ and stuff. Yeah, but you originally like from like Dallas, Arlington area. Yeah. Yeah. So like, how was it growing up? It was cool. Like, it was cool. I live in a good neighborhood, but like, I don't know. Everybody was mixed in together. Like, it was I was in a good Touch neighborhood, it. and then like it was also some rough parts. I guess you could yeah. say. Yeah. And then yeah, it was all just mixed in. Very diverse. So I like where I came from. You fuck with like Dallas or like Houston more? Cause you know niggas be it's always like a little Dallas Houston thing like. I don't know which one I like better. Of course, I'm going to love my hometown, but it's like... Uh, you, you know, know what's up with Houston, though. Yeah, they really, like, coming to Houston really took my career to another level in regards to just more exposure to stuff in the music industry. What were you, like, what were you, like trying to do when you was, like, little, though? Before even the DJing, like, what were you, like, trying to pursue? Let me see. When I was little... Because, you know, there's a lot of things I feel like as a kid we we, we, we grab and gravita- gravitate towards, and then, like, you know, when we get older, it's like, okay, I'm going to do this thing, and then... I'm trying to think. I think when I was a kid, our, uh, you know, as Africans, our parents brainwashed Oh, so you're African? Yeah, I'm Nigerian. I didn't know that. Yoruba or Igbo? Igbo. Oh, okay, I'm Yoruba. So our parents, like, basically brainwashed all of us into trying to be a doctor. Facts. But, yeah, so <laughs> that was that. And then I, facts. I was an athlete, so I was, okay, me being an athlete, I want to be, like, a football, basketball, track. But I quit all of that, like, junior For year. Yeah. Why? I just didn't want to do it no more. I don't know. I was, okay, I'm not going to no league. So it's, like... I don't feel like doing this. And then, yeah. And then, let me see. I want to be like a physical therapist or like mm. a trainer, like performance, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Type of person, performance coach. And then, yeah. So how are your fans kind of like, how are your parents feel like about you, you know what I'm saying, doing what you're doing now? Because it's not the typical route that, you know, the Nigerians be wanting you to like grow, go towards. My mom hated it. Like, she's still, like, she's always telling me to like, okay, like, when are you finna stop doing this? And like, you know what I'm saying, Bad. be for real about school stuff and like i always had good grades but i just always focused on making the music stuff as well so uh you said how do my parents feel about it yeah like i don't know i be telling them here and there they don't understand but i be telling them and uh, yeah they're not like as understanding as because my parents are like understanding they they low-key don't even know what i'm doing low-key it's crazy (laughs) like they they don't know like what stage i'm in and like beginning stages of my career whatever but i tell them every now and then like oh um, I just did this with such and such, like a part, a name they would know, yeah. and then they kind of, oh wow, he kind of yeah. might be doing something, and then they gonna they gonna come to realize on. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like on it. I feel like you know we just all, like all, I, I don't want to necessarily just put like Nigerians out there, but everybody, you know, what I'm saying we, we was just talking about you know, what I'm saying school is just so drilled into like normal society that like yeah. if you're steering trying to do something else, but I feel like we're in a generation that like bro, creative is like everybody's trying to do something creative, you know Facts. what I mean? But it, it, it's not for everybody though. Yeah, it's not. You, you gotta be me? mentally strong, like you know what I mean, to be able to grind at something and not see no results until yeah. boom out of nowhere it hits like so like what you think like led you up until this point you know obviously you haven't like fully fully blown up yet bro but sure obviously reaching stages that you are gonna blow up in like you know what i'm saying in the near future by yeah. god's grace yeah, so like is. what you think like kind of like led you to this point uh just i feel like just being mentally strong has led me here um uh, networking correctly and yeah just being dedicated like and being very disciplined like that's one thing that i always pride myself on is like my discipline and being yeah. able to Wake up every day and handle what I'm supposed to handle. You know what I'm saying? Be consistent. At you, you know what I'm saying? Well, what I do is a producer, so yeah. always making beats. Like even if I don't feel like it, like ah. Oh. But I mean, you DJ and produce, so you kind of you kind of do both. I don't yeah. know if like that goes like hand in hand. I feel like they don't really have anything to do with each other. But me being a DJ, like I know yeah. how to make beats that people want to rap on, and like I know how to make a song that's gonna go good in like the club or the, or a party. Yeah. So it's like. Yeah, it just makes me that much better as a producer. I mean, what kind of like really like what was the like the thing that really got you into DJing? Not not the influence, but what you really makes you really want to like become a DJ. I just didn't want to be like nobody else. Really, that's mm. what it was. So it's like I was an athlete in high school. That's what kind of set me apart. And I was okay. Let me do something that's gonna make me not a regular nigga type shit. So I was yeah. okay. And I like music, so boom, I'm a DJ. Yeah. And I remember I used to be at like little high school parties and like I used to always be like, man, if I was DJ, I'd rather play this song. Yeah, or I'd always be on like, Ox, yeah. So it just grew into that. Yeah. So like, how was kind of like the experience like working with so many like young producers? I mean, not even young producers, young artists and like people like Stunna, people like Monteleo. Um, it's cool. It's cool. Like really seeing Leo like come from like nothing to something like super quick. It's really cool. Like seeing the whole process. Like I don't know how to describe it. It's kind of like unbelievable. Yeah, it's like oh, were wow. you kind of there for like the like her like coming up or what? So you yeah. kind of seen it like first base. Uh, I met her in like January, and she had like six thousand followers, I believe. You like eight or six thousand. January like this, like that was a real thing. Like yeah. during this past year. Yeah, that's crazy. This year at uh, January, and then she just had little snippets of that "Be Now Your Block" song. Mm. And my homeboy uh, DJ Hollis, that he actually showed me. Shout out to Leo. Yeah, that's my guy. Shout out to her manager right here, bro. Shout out to nigga Don, bro. Yeah, but keep um, going. I, I might need to cut you off, fam. What was I finna say? Boom. You said DJ Holiday. You had met DJ Holiday. Oh, me and DJ Holiday, we was actually roommates. This oh, for real? Yeah, at the beginning of this year, and yeah. then he showed me uh, Mona Leo, and then yeah, we just took it from there. Like the first day we met, she was just telling me what kind of beats she wanted, and then where she wanted to take the music, and I was like, okay. I didn't think too much of it because like I've met a lot of people that say they want to do whatever yeah. they want to do. But one thing that stuck out about Leo, she was smart. Like she was always. Like, she cared about the stuff that a regular artist wouldn't care about in the beginning mm, stages. Like, the like she was, shit. Yeah, like, okay, if we do a song, how are we going to do the split sheets? How are we going to make sure everybody get paid? How are we going to, you know what I'm saying, market it correctly? I want my videos to like this. And I'm like, okay. Mm. She's smart, and she thinks different from, like, just the average person. She thinks about yeah, the whole thing, yeah, not yeah. just about rapping and then just putting it out. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, like, so what are, like, the behind-the-scenes things that, like, you do on a <laughs> daily basis that people, like, don't really get a chance to see that's, like, it's kind of like annoying and like you know what I'm saying like you know like for instance bro like people just see the final the finished product when I post the like po the podcast but they ain't see everything that leading up into like what yeah. I had to do to get the nigga on here what I had to do you know what I'm saying just day to day shit that you know what I'm saying niggas DMing a person like sometimes a nigga might come on like you know he might tell me I'm gonna come on and then the time comes he flakes yeah so like what's like little things that you do you know what I'm saying that you go through behind the scenes that people don't really see um let me see what's some uh 
know what I'm saying? Working with Leo, sometimes I got to, oh, can you go get this right quick? I grab it, you know what I'm saying? have to bring it to her. Mm-hmm. Um, What's some other stuff? It's nothing too annoying, really. Nothing I kind of get annoyed. Like, if I'm in the studio session playing beats, mm-hmm. and the artist be like, this hard, next beat. <laughs> that's hard That's hard But next beat I'd be like damn Yeah that, That'd be kind of like annoying But I always I always get it right It'd be frustrating Like having to go through Like hella beats Like you know yeah. what I'm saying For the right person To like pick yeah. the right thing So how you feel right now About the, like the hip hop Hip hop culture In Houston right now In Houston Oh yeah In Houston Oh yeah It's crazy Like it's definitely Fit to be like the next Like central hub For Like people gonna start Coming here to blow up like, Yeah You think so Shout out to Atlanta Like Atlanta's still Doing their thing And they'll always Probably do their thing But like I feel like now Houston, like we have, I think we have one of the best nightlife for in, sure in the country. I would say I'm not too much of a club nigga though, but like I mean, I be thinking niggas come to Houston for the clubs, the girls, the thick women, quote unquote, and then shit, girls, yeah. bro. Like that's what like I feel like that's what like Houston like represents. You know what I mean? Like yeah. we, that's really what we're known for. But I feel like you know what I'm saying. I was like you know what I'm saying. Good we were food. speaking on good food. We were speaking about this outside. Like I feel like we're like the next generation to really change shit and turn shit up in Houston. Like you know what I mean. Like for sure. A lot of people, you know what I'm saying. All respect to the people, you know what I'm saying, who had their time. And like we all, Travis always gonna have his time. You know, Maxwell always gonna have his time. Like for sure. they're just respected. You know what I'm saying. They're solidified in the game for sure. Yeah. But like now it's like you know what I'm saying. The Montaleos, the you know what I'm saying. Even the people who aren't the face, like managers, DJs, producers. Like we're all like you know what I'm saying. If we all work as a collective to like. Blow Houston up because I feel like Atlanta be working together. You know what I'm saying, like collectively, and that's why why they are like the way they are and why they put out so many great people. And you know what I mean. I lucky feel like Houston works together as well too. You know what I'm saying. I feel like we're starting to. Yeah, it wasn't a thing because we see our potential now. Like, yeah, like within ourselves, we see our potential. So it's like okay, let's all just work. Like especially, I feel like the producers in Houston, we all kind of fuck with each other pretty much. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It ain't never been no issue. I mean, who are some of the producers that you do be, like, messing with and kicking it with um, or chatting with? Damn, a lot. I don't want to forget no names. I fuck with my nigga Vando. Vando was, like, one of the first people in mm. Houston to ever, like, just constantly invite me to the studio when I had, like, nothing going on. Yeah. Uh, shout out Vando. Um, homeboy Cub Scout. Uh, who else? Let me see yeah, you I don't want to forget no nobody. Out. I don't nah, know. Bad. It's I'm a lot of people on. I work with, but I, I shout out to everybody. No Limit Sean going crazy doing his thing with uh, Young Boy. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you know this producer. His name is like Young Kobe. Kobe, yeah, Kobe. Bro, we went Lil to the same school. It's crazy to see that dude. Like, he he be working with like Quando Rondo and shit. I think he recorded or like produced Quando Rondo whole last album. Something crazy. Yeah, he like did. Like, he, crazy. I think he did a lot of like tracks on that hoe. Yeah, shout out to that man. Yeah, bro. I, I done seen him like grow too. So yeah. I was kind of like the experience working with Cacti too and the reps. Oh, they super cool, super cool. Like they just try to do a little college event. Um, so that was like the like what the event was for, like specifically like to the college thing. Yeah, just a cacti little cacti brunch to ne- kind of network and just have a good time. And it was cool, just a regular event, DJ it. it yeah, that's a lot, bro. So you do a lot. I feel like you do a lot about every. I mean, a little bit about everything. You DJ, you produce. You was also in one of the videos acting. Oh yeah, in yeah. the <laughs> girls outside music video. So I was that too. Man, it was random as hell. Like, literally, I was just pulling up to the video shoot to, like, support Leo. Because, yeah. like, okay, I'm doing the video. Bet. I'm going to pull up and just, you know what I'm saying, show love. And then there's an all right, bet. I got there. They was doing the little car wash scene. And then I think the cameraman or Leo was like, where's the nigga at? It's supposed to be, it's supposed to be a dude here that's supposed to be, like, looking at the girls or something. And Type I'm like, shit. I'm looking for the dude, too. Like, I don't know. Like, shit, well, I don't know where to do that. And then, then who was it? It was, like. Jamie, Jamie's a project manager for the video. Mm-hmm. He was just like, QA, fuck it, you gonna be the dude. Like, take your shirt off. And I was like, what? Like, ain't no way. And then that's what happened. I took my shirt off. They started 
throwing water on me, whatever. And yeah. I did that little scene. I just had to. I she guess, was live. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah. You ever thought about like pursuing about pursuing acting? Eventually, in I feel like it'll, it'll come my way eventually. But I feel like I'm laser focused on just being that man in music. But eventually, like I'm looking to do other things. I mean, so what are some of your goals for like 2022 that you kind of like really want to accomplish? My main my main goal in 2022 is to like get a Billboard Hot 100 song, like produce a Billboard Hot 100. Yeah. So yeah, that's, that's like the main thing. I think that's gonna it's for sure gonna happen. 2022. Yeah. yeah. I mean, what, okay. So, what are some of the things you think you can work on to get better as a, as a DJer and as a, just overall collective as you? What I'm you like, can get better on in regards to DJing. Um, I'm DJing keep, and just everything. I'm gonna for sure always do my my college parties, and then I need to get into the club scene and just probably like you know what I'm saying work that a little bit more. Yeah. But I don't know. It's kind of combating because like studio sessions be at night at the same time I would DJ the club. But it's, mm, I don't know. And then for producing, I'm just learning piano, getting better with, like, melodies and stuff like that. And I like studying people, like, so that would help me get better. What do you mean, like, what do you mean, like, studying people? Like, what do you mean by that? I study people's, like, workflow, work ethic, where they came from, how they like sound has like changed. Like, different, like, musicians type? Over time. In regards to, like, I feel like my favorite artist of all time is Kanye. So I don't probably watch every single interview that man has on the internet. Like, <laughs> nah, man, Anytime that nigga speaks, like, I probably have watched it. Yeah. And, like, studied how he thinks and how he got to this point. I mean, and what even, is it about Ye that you, like, resonates with you? Man, he just don't care. And I feel like I'm like him, too. I don't care about, like, nothing else besides, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, music and what I want to do. Like, yeah. he's not afraid to say anything, and he's not afraid to challenge anything, any uh, idea, any concept. Like, he's willing to go against the grain. And he's, like, his sound is unique. Like, he introduced the whole... Back then, the little high pitch uh, samples yeah. or whatever, and he, he like he changes his sound every single year. He does, he and does. doesn't fall off. You think That's you think uh, 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 Donda was better than Cob? Man, <laughs> I like Donda. I'm better than Cob. Uh, I wouldn't say that's crazy. I like Donda. I like Kanye. I like Donda. Yeah. Why you like it though? Is it is it because more of, like the sound? I feel like he. I feel like Kanye. It was cold. I'm not gonna lie. Donda was nice. The CLB was tough. I like I like CLB. Sometimes I feel like I can predict like what Drake would say sometimes, but like he's the goat, so you know what I'm saying? Drake's the goat as well. I follow both of them. I just find myself playing down the more. Yeah. No, I'm already knowing, bro. People always have their like, you know, person that they um gravitate towards. Don over there laughing. Don he is <laughs> a super Drake fan. But I'm I a super Drake, Drake fan too. He's the goat. I ain't yeah. gonna lie to you. Well, I mean that's just how I feel personally. I wouldn't like. even call myself a fan. I think it's just certain people you have to give your respect. I for sure Facts. give my respect to Drake. Yeah, like it's really hard trying to like debate the goats. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you, you, we like we can't really put it like numerical order. It's just them all the niggas are. Yeah, they goats. they call Kanye call Drake call. You, you know what I'm saying? saying? All all of them. It would be a pleasure to work with both of them, bro. By God willing, you, you will, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You just got to speak that shit to existence. Facts. Nah, yeah. fact. Big facts. Nah, yeah, I'm cool with some of the people uh, that's on Drake team too. So mm, shout out OVO. Some so some like for someone like looking on the outside trying to get into like the industry, you know what I'm saying? That might have just started DJing or might have just started producing and making beats. Like, what would you tell them to like? You know what I'm saying? What advice could you like really give them? Because I feel like you know what I'm saying. You have a good first hand of like you know what I'm saying. What it is? You, like it's, obviously you're not fully there yet, but yeah. you're definitely like on in the, the industry. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you were once outside the industry, now you're really in it. So you have like good insight. You know what I'm saying on like an advice that you can give to like people. What would I say? I say show up every day. You would increase your chances of being where you want to be if you show up every day. That really goes for every career path. But, like, for music, like, every day make your beats. Like, for producers specifically, every day make your beats. Every day practice, like, you know what I'm saying, getting better at an instrument. It's not required, but I would say that. Yeah. And it just show up every day. Like, 
boom, if you like get invited to the studio, go. Like it don't matter. Like work with everybody and anybody. Just like yeah. keep on, keep on forcing, pressing the issue until something pop like pops off. And what about what if what if somebody you know what I'm saying combated that question with like, damn, my nigga, like I've been I've been grinding for like four or five years, like. And I still haven't seen any results yet. Like, what would you tell that person? You got to talk to the right people. See who's in charge. You know what I'm saying? See who's in charge of what's going on in your area. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. See who's in charge of the people. In your, like, who's the top, like, the top people in your area? Mm-hmm. I want to, I don't want to just, like, name drop people, but, like, yeah. shit, I don't know. It's a lot of people that help me along the way. I mean, I feel like you could, like, kind of, like, I mean, it's, I don't feel like it's, like, name dropping in a bad way. I feel like yeah. you're kind of just showing respects to, like, people who, Helps you along the path, yeah, just to get to where you at. Facts. Uh, shout out my man, my man Mosa. He, I think Mosa was like one of the first people to rap on my beats. Yeah, Mosa. He's an artist with uh, rap a lot. A team. Oh, for shout real? out uh, Jazz Prince. Uh, also, he helped me a lot too. We was in studio sessions. He was like one of the first people to kind of pay attention what I had going on. Him and Mosa. Bro, have you ever heard um his dad's um audio book on on Apple? You talking about um, Jay Prince? Yeah, I'm actually reading this book right now. Bro, like the actual book or like the audio? The actual book, bro. Is uh, is this the same thing as um this right here, bro? This hoe is so crazy. I just finished this hoe like last week. The art of the science of respect. Yeah, I'm reading it right now. This hoe is amazing. Like, like I always knew why. Like, I mean, I didn't always know why he was. I just knew he was respected, yeah. but I didn't really know why he was respected. And then, like, you really you read the story and like read the book of like what he went through. You know what I'm saying? Being from Fifth Ward and everything that he went through, bro. Like, it's like amazing. Like, damn. Like, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, he's one of like Jay Prince is one of the main reasons why the South is yeah like, is 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 what it is for music. Yeah, like, bro. we didn't get no respect back then, but it's, he. He like demanded respect out of the labels and everybody. So that so. shit, that shit, that shit's really, really, really crazy. Shout out to bro. them, man. Um, I wanted to ask you my last question to you, bro. Um, who's someone you would like to see on the Phantom Experience, and you would have to help me bring them on? Um, anybody. It could be a young, any talented person, anybody, bro. Uh, that's a good question. Who? Shit, it would probably be pretty cool to have Mona Leo up here answering some questions. Mm-hmm. For sure. Apart from like Mona Leo, of course, everybody's gonna say you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Her, but like, apart from her, like even like a young, young per- like that's really not on the radar right now for whatever reason. Maybe not, they might be not marking themselves correctly or. Mm, I don't know. Let's see, Donovan. I yeah. I, 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 I work with you too, of course, bro. Like, um, I fought with my guy Mosa. He's an artist. Coming up as well too. Yeah, he lowkey, he lowkey from the blow. Like you know, type what I'm shit. Little, yeah, a little bit underrated, but like his music goes. Like they play him in the club. I fuck with him. For real? people I know, like you gotta get him on here. And you already said you, you, so you gotta come on here too. I appreciate you, bro. Navon back there, my boy Navon, hey, bro. All, all the guys, man. I feel, the next bro, I respect, up. bro. I respect all the people right now, young. I could, I, I consider ourselves like young entrepreneurs, bro. Yeah, that's so what he is. like we all, you know, what I'm saying we're all working towards trying to get to that, 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 bro. I, I just, you know, what I'm saying like I always envision interviewing Travis Scott, bro. Like I'm trying to mm. do the unthinkable. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like we we are young entrepreneurs trying to get it. You know what I mean? And Thanks. seeing like I never hate on no nigga. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like regardless of like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I don't like you know, I met y'all today. You know what I'm saying? I can always like already see that I'm having like probably like a good relationship with y'all and shit like that. Thanks. But even like the people that I don't know, bro, like I just want Houston to like collectively come together and like just us build, bro. And, like everybody go crazy in their own respectable fields. Like whatever you do, you know what I'm saying? For you that's DJing, for you that's managing, for you do, you know what I'm saying? Everything that we do you know what I'm saying? Just 
You know what I mean? So I just want to be wanting Houston to come together, man, and, you know what I'm saying, turn the city up, bro. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. That's why I really wanted you to come on today, bro. And you know what I'm saying? I appreciate you, for first off, for coming on, man. No problem. Everybody in the room, bro. Yeah. This is another episode, Phantom Experience, man. I appreciate my guy, Keyway, coming on. Yeah. Shout out. No, you can go and shout out. I was going to say shout out you, you know what I'm saying? Oh, man, I appreciate you. you. Nah, I appreciate you. Real shit, real shit.